Welcome to the DMX Podcast Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me on the line is a guy that just simply goes by one name. Just like Prince. Just like, I don't know, you name it. Barack. And that would be the Noof. Noof, what's up? Hey, man, how's it going? Good. Who else goes by one name only? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, uh, one name, one name. Prince? Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't even LeBron. know. LeBron? LeBron, Kobe, Noof, it all fits in. I'm I'm in an elite group, you know. Yeah, that's what they say about you, elite. Elite. Hey, what what uh, what's going on in Ryan Lockhart's world these days? I thought I'd I'd give you a call and see what's up and see what's going on and we can chat about different stuff and and last I heard you're out in BC working at RTR. Yeah, well, uh, that's pretty much, uh, well, that's not where I'm at right now, but I mean to rewind back to September when the Canadian Nationals were over. And, uh-huh. uh, Craig Fortune from RTR, um, kinda, we kind of talked a little bit throughout the series, and I mean, I know that RTR has a good, uh, good history with racing and stuff like that, and especially with the Arena Cross series that goes on out here, and I've always been a part of it, actually been a rider of RTR at one, at yeah. one time, so... Uh, yeah, I came out here. Craig said, "Come on out, work, um, see how how that goes, and um, run the arena cross team." Which, which I did. You know, came out here in September, organized all the arena cross stuff, and as we all know, that fell apart. Yeah, that was a that was a bad deal, huh? That was a really shitty deal, man. For everybody, for the riders, for the teams, for the spectators, for the for the whole sport. What here it, in BC? That was terrible, you know. I mean, the Helms—they've ha- been putting these races on forever, um, and they generally must have been making money on them and been, been successful to do it that long. Mm-hmm. So, what happened in 2010? Do you think? I mean, I don't know. You know, I—I I, I kind of got a little bit of shit from the Helms for an interview I did back in October, I think, or no, I guess it would have been like December uh-huh. that I did on, uh, or maybe even January, whenever this. Whenever the series Whenever, fell apart, yeah. when I I kind of bashed them a little bit, saying that it was uh, laziness, maybe I don't know, but uh, <laughs> you know I, I don't know what it was. I just yeah. think that um, I just think that it, they shouldn't have let it go the way it did. I I don't know. I mean I don't I don't want to get them pissed off again, but yeah, okay, all right. Um, well. It it was one of those deals that each year it kind of got a little bit less hype, less hype, less hype, and it kind of got down into a bad spot. And I just think that. I think that they weren't making the money that they probably deserve for the amount of work that they were putting in because we all know it is a lot of work to put on a race no right. matter no matter what and um I just think that they were that they were maybe just barely breaking even and they just figured that that was the time to get out so maybe on their on their end of things you know they they did the smart thing and took the took the road and got out mm-hmm. and uh it just really sucked because the teams, um, not that there's many teams, but, you know, as far as Leading Edge goes and ourselves at RTR at the time, we lost some money over the deal. And, you right. know, we had, we had flights booked and we had bikes, you know. We, we wouldn't have got involved in the series only for two rounds is kind yeah. of what we were. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it sucks, but, you know, rumor is out here um, that it's going to happen again. The Helms are going to be part of it again. And uh, I wish them all the best for sponsors to help them but i think that you know yeah wouldn't you uh as a teams and as a sponsors you'd probably be like whoa wait a minute <laughs> i'd be i'd be wanting some kind of contract signed or yeah. or something some kind of definitely uh something on paper between between the promoters and the and the and a team if i was running a team but yeah I, I, bc is a really good place for arena cross because you can ride year around but it's really shitty in the winter time but you can still ride you, so you, still, still, ride, get the right. rider, you still get the rider base because everybody's been riding 
Um, you know, it's the the facility. You know, in Chilliwack is awesome. It's it's one of those things. If somebody had some time, you know, they could probably go in there and, and do really well with it. You know. Right. Um. So you were. Did you like doing that for RTR? Did you? I loved doing yeah. the arena crossing. That was that was awesome. I mean, it was cool to have some responsibility and um, to have you know. To, especially to have my guys do good, which I was fortunate with. I had Keist, uh, Willer, and Urquhart, which are, mm-hmm. you know, that's a pretty solid team. Um, so uh, I was super, for, you know, we had success right from day one, right from the moment we got on the track, so that was always cool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, it was cool, and, and, you know, so then things kind of got sideways there with the Arena Cross Series, and uh, I still was working at RTR. My original thing was doing sales, and then I got moved to doing parts, which I enjoyed. Um, I just didn't really enjoy cam loops, so uh, I hated it there, and there was <laughs> nothing there for me. And so I got out of, I, so I quit um, a month and a half ago at RTR, and I moved to the coast here, just outside of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And now I'm working at a bike shop called International Motorsports. Um, they're a they're a big dealer. We do um, Husaberg, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. That's our that's our lines. Wow. Kinda, Kind of random lines, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of random lines, but uh, you wouldn't believe we sell a crap load of stuff, man. We're in a really good area for dirt bike. We're pretty much dirt bike only. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have dirt off-road guys come in. It's it's fun. It's it's really upbeat, laid-back uh, laid situation. And I'm doing parts right now, and I'm accessories manager, so I, you know, basically talk about motocross gear all day. And Yeah, really, huh? So. Tell stories, so it's it's really cool. <laughs> um, and so obviously you want to stay on the West Coast after the RTR thing. You just you want to stay out there. You like it? Yeah, I like it out here. I, I got a lot of friends out here, guys that I grew up racing with. Because I always came out here in the winter time to ride arena cross myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I made a lot of good contacts out here, and you know, um, I I feel like you know maybe this isn't the thing I want to do. That definitely I don't want to work in a bike shop the rest of my life. But right. there's definitely more opportunity out here for a guy like me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's things around, you know, <clears throat> being close, being close to the U.S. and just just everything, right? It's just uh, the motocross side of things is bigger. See, I shouldn't say that's bigger out here. It just seems to be. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what I don't know what the word would be to describe it. It's just it's just better all around. I think. Um, how come we didn't see you in Seattle? Didn't want to come down. Well, I'll tell you why. I really was going to come down, but. Yeah. Um, we just moved into our new place. We got the keys on Saturday, the day of Seattle, and I work on Saturdays. Uh-huh. So I would have had to leave at like 5 o'clock, and I'd rather go and hang out with everybody during the day than even watch the race. So, yeah, really, right? Yeah. So I figured, you know what, I'm not going uh, to bother, and I moved into my place on, on Sunday, me and my girlfriend, so uh, it just didn't work out. I watched it on TV, but I, I was bummed. I really wanted to go. It just yeah. timing. The timing was shit. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what... um. You know, we've seen you in the past uh, helping out riders on Andy White's KTM team, um, Eric Nye and Cornell and MF and stuff and, and, and all that. Plans on doing that again, or, or what are you thinking for the summer? Well, I, I really want that to happen again. It's just it's tough now. I'm, you know, I'm working six days a week, so it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, there, Is- there was some talk before a couple weeks, well, actually a month or so ago. I was going to do a little bit of work with, uh, with Little Beaton, but... He's not racing anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. What about Beaton? Uh, I was going to help him do a little bit of ride, riding coaching with him and go to some of the races with him and just give it a go and see, you know, see if I could help him, see if I can get his head on straight or whatever. But, um, yeah, he's wrecked. I hang out with him all the time because we, we only live 10 minutes away from each other mm-hmm. now. So, 
He helped me move in. It's funny, too, because my knee's still destroyed, too, right? So there's me and Beaton moving couches and beds with, uh, with wrecked <laughs> knees. That was pretty funny. Yeah, what, what's the deal with Beaton, in your, in your opinion? What is going on? Is it just, I mean, is, is he just fragile? Is that it? You know, I don't think that, he, that, it's, that he's fragile because I've seen the guy have some, yeah. some ugly, ugly crashes and be okay. I just, there's just something missing, man. There's a piece to the puzzle that's missing. <laughs> You know, and, and you know anybody can wreck their knee. I mean, it's it happens. It, it happens to the best of us. But at this time in his career, he can't afford he can't afford a injury. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's tough for him. I feel really bad for him. You know. I, I don't know what's going on with it. Like it's one of those deals that you know it's bad, but it's like I guess he told me the other day it's not bad enough for surgery right away. But you know he he can barely walk. I mean, he limps on it really bad, so he can't ride. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not bad enough. It's not bad enough for them just to admit him in for surgery and fix an ACL and an MCL. But you know, if he can come up with eight grand, he can get surgery on it like next week. It's just, it's kind of a disaster, man. To be honest with you. Yeah, good old Canadian healthcare system. That's what I was going to say. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? It's bash. not bad enough. There's, yeah. there's other people in front of them that needed a lot more. They don't really care about yeah. the guy that's racing motocross for a living. You know, right, it's not, right. It's not yeah. priorities. So yeah, no, he needs to go see like a. Canucks guy or BC Lions guy, and you know what I mean. Get he does there. well. The problem is with those guys, you need to pay. And I mean, I don't think he's in the position right now where he uh-huh. has ten, 10 grand to pay. That's the, oh. that's the problem. Right? I just thought those guys could rush you through or something. You know, maybe, maybe so. And that's what I thought. That like, are you telling me if Henrik Sedin tears his ACL tonight, <laughs> he ain't getting surgery? He has to wait. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he can get surgery tomorrow. That's what I'm saying. He needs to find out how that works. Well, but, Kyle Beaton should be on the same kind of playing level as the Sedin brothers, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, um, Canadian, Canadian in my, hero. In my eyes, he is. <laughs> in next my to, eyes, too. Next to you. Um, so, hey, so I, I'm getting this, like, six days a week, you're enjoying it, you got a girlfriend, you got an apartment. Is this the noof moving on with his life? Is this it? I guess I'm growing up, man. Oh, I say it isn't so. I know, that's what I say every day. <laughs> Next, you're going to tell me there's no Santa Claus. I know, I know. I'm just going to wreck your life today, man. The Noof can't move on with his life. He's got to be the Noof. I know, I know. I miss those days. (laughs) Well, we all got to grow up sometime, I guess, huh? I know, I know. But, you know, it's like I I love motocross so much, man. that's That's my life. Like, motocross is all I've ever known, and... It's been letting me down lately, man. There's mm-hmm. there's no room in the industry for a guy like me anymore. It seems like right. there's nothing, especially in Canada. There's nothing for me. What am I going to do? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to be part of it, but right. get your hand up, uh, saying, help me out. Well, I I don't know what to do. Like I I'll do anything, man. I just you know it needs to you know the mechanic thing is cool. I did that last year. I learned a lot, but mm-hmm. it's for set, six months a year, not even. Yeah, yeah, and it's not much money at that, right. right. Yeah, see you later. Team manager, they're already all spoken for. You know, anybody that's a team manager, so to say, in Canada is not going to give that job up. Yeah, yeah, there is only four of them or whatever. Four of them, you know. The riders don't make enough to hire riding coaches. The riders don't make enough to have an agent. Right, right, right. So uh, I guess if I come back as a rider, that's the only (laughs) spot for me. (laughs) The comeback begins like Rocky. Dude, like Rocky. I know. Um, I really do want to ride again, but I'm not. I'm, I'll never be at the level that I was when I stopped. That's the problem. What? Uh, how's the knee? I mean, how is it? 
It's terrible. What's wrong? I don't know what's wrong. That's the problem. What like, do you mean? Uh, two, two weeks ago, man, I woke up in the middle of the night and I'm bleeding out in the bed. And <laughs> I got pus, I got pus going everywhere. I went and set for an emergency <laughs> room for six hours and stuff, man. It's it's bad. And what do they tell you? What do they say? I mean, you I guess that I have an infection severe, again. No, it's not infected. I have severe bone spurs off my kneecap the way it healed. Uh huh. And it's wearing on the skin on the inside. And so basically, on May third. I go and see the doctor again in Kamloops. I have a really good knee doctor in Kamloops that I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm booked for surgery on May 31st is the earliest I can get my knee shaved down, I guess. Is that, that what they do? They go in and shave those burns? They're going to down? shave it down and reshape me a new kneecap. Ah, dude. So, um, but hopefully it's going to be sooner because it's been acting up really bad lately. So I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to pretend like it's, I'm in severe pain, and I'm just going to be like, man, you need to cut this thing open like now. Yeah. So, so what? So hopefully, hopefully that when I get that done, I'm going to be. I should be good. That's what that's what everybody like. All the doctors are saying that I've seen. Like, yeah, as soon as you get this kneecap reshaped, you should be good because there's no infection, which is really good. Right. Right. So you you had a <clears throat> for people who don't know. How many surgeries now? Uh, this one, well, this one coming up will be five on the same knee. Oh, dude. And your ligaments are fine. Yeah, ligaments are fine. <clears throat> it's a bone and skin issue, I guess. Right, I right, know. right. And that's all from when you broke your kneecap in arena cross? No, Glen Helen. Glen Helen, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Practice day, so. It's been, uh, it's been over, it's been two years and two months since that happened. So. Dude, I know. It's like, I feel bad for you. I know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to be good again. That's step one of the comeback, right? Is getting yeah. the knee good. Yeah, yeah. Step one of comeback. Get the knee so it doesn't bleed, bleed out and have pus everywhere. There's a lot of steps to this comeback, Steve. But this is <laughs> this is step number one. <laughs> Dude, man, I tell you what. You come back. Yeah. You ride the MX2 class because you always better. Well, I would. I would never ride the 450, man. That's too much work. Yeah. You ride the MX2 class. Yeah. On a Suzuki. 125. Uh, 125. What about a Husqvarna 125? Because I can get those for free now. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, Are they yeah, any I good? I, I know that 250F uh, that I saw either the 011 or the 2012 coming out, it looks badass. 2012. We just got one the other day at the shop. It's fuel-injected. Um, they're, they're pretty cool, man. I, I'm not going to lie. I've never looked at one right. up close until the last <clears throat> month when I started mm-hmm. working there. And I'm right. thinking, shit, man. Now I have to learn about these things. Right. They got some cool things, man. Well, they're, I mean, they're, I would say that they're where about KTM was four or five years ago. Well, dude, they, <clears throat> excuse me, got a fr- I'm getting all emotional thinking oh, of your comeback. But um, <laughs> they hired Derek Sorensen down here. Yeah, I heard that. I they heard hired that. Sharon Richards away, who t- ran Team Green for a long time. Right. Um, somebody else went there uh, recently. Um, they're making, they're, they're getting ready to gear up. I'll tell, they're, they're, something's going on with Husqvarna. I don't know what. Maybe. So maybe that's my job then. Right, that's maybe what I'm saying. Maybe my new job here in Canada. Yeah, you need to just stick that thing out and try to talk to the right. I don't know who Husky Canada is, but probably it's Barrett, uh, Husky Canada is actually Barrett Marketing, which uh, uh, used to be the KTM distributor here in Canada right. before it went before it went KTM Canada. You need to get in touch with Barrett. Keep keep you know keep blowing those guys. I know. And then maybe Better race team. Yeah, yeah, they're doing something. There's some sort of plans going on. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're selling a crap load. I'm like, I, I'm su- like, I'm pretty surprised, man. There, people come in and buy them. People are trading in their KTM's for Husqvarna's. Believe it or not. Wow. 
Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, tough times for the new knee. Yeah, I know it sucks, but, you know, yeah. it's going to get better, I hope. It can only get oh, better. Jesus, dude. It's Yeah, that's it. It can only get better. And, 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 and beating your prize student, him tearing up a knee, and you leaving Kamloops, and good God, Noof. Lots, lots of stuff going on here. Right, now. right. So, how much you've been following the series, the Canadian series, and the U.S. series, right. and all that? You still into it, or? Oh yeah, I'm loving Supercross right now. I mean, this is it's. How can you not follow it? I mean, even if you don't even know anything about Supercross, really, you know what's going on because it's, yeah, it's awesome crazy, right, right? You know, it's it's awesome. As far as the Canadian series go, it's not too hard to follow it. Well, I mean, MXP will have all the updates on that. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just got the new magazine last week, so yeah, I did. Oh, there you go. I couldn't find a schedule in there, though. Oh, you couldn't? Oh. No. It's funny how you see CMRC's magazine, they didn't have a schedule. No, but uh, um, anyway, enough about that. But no, I, you know, this Canadian thing's slow like always. Nothing right. going on. Nobody's saying anything. Everybody holding out for somebody cheap at the end, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Kate and Sucks for Leading Edge, though. I mean, Leading Edge is so far the heartbreak story of the year. I mean, they lost right. Eaton. What's going on with... They they say Gurky's going to be back. I'm like, well, wow, I can't believe that. But maybe. Yeah, well, I be- Beaton told me that somebody told him from the team that that Gurky said like, oh yeah, I'm going to be I'm re- I'm going to be good to ride the week before the first national. Well, I can already see where that's going to go. Yeah, dude, and he's already kind of a basket case anyways with his leg and stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And I, I was talking, they were talking to maybe doing something with Bonnie, and Bonnie's jacked up now. Right. And. uh I threw Chris Blos out there, but they weren't inter- interested in that. What about like a guy like Weston Pike, man? I feel like yeah. a guy like Weston Pike could come up here and really kill it. Well, that's just it, though. Can he kill it? I don't know. Well, maybe not kill it, but I think that he right. could. I think that he would come up here and just and do as well as some of the other guys because right. I just feel like he. I feel like he'd try really hard, anyways. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, for sure. I mean, I just don't think anybody's beaten the, the Blackfoot guys, and maybe Canari can get in there once in a while. You know, yeah. I think I think having raced in Canada, yeah. you know, like Canari, that gives you an advantage over some American who may be faster who's just showing up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Canari know? knows the tracks, he knows right. the bike, he knows the teams, he knows the riders. He, you know what I mean? He's yeah. he's, he's comfortable up here now. You know, I think. Uh, right. Speaking of Canari, man, I think he's so he's so good for our series up here. Yeah, dude, he's a good dude. I just did you know, interview. We I just did an interview with him two weeks ago. Uh, there's this kid that works at the shop with us. Uh, he's a parts guy. He knows really nothing about Supercross. And he went to Seattle on the weekend. And uh, well, I was pissed because he got to go to Seattle. He got the day off work because he'd been planning it for like a month, right, or two months or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, long story short, he comes back and he's like, he's like, hey, you know, what's that guy's name that, that rides up here in Canada and he, he's fast. He, he, he's really fast. He's the only one that can run with Fossiati. And I'm like, I'm thinking, well, You're like, I don't really know who You're like, ever since I retired, pop- son. There's yeah. been nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, Bobby Canary's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's him. He goes, I was walking through the pits in Seattle, and I was like, I was like, hey, you race in Canada, and and Bobby's like, yeah, and they start talking, and they had like a 30 minute conversation, <laughs> and this this kid just yeah. basically loves Canary well, now. Yeah, I'm like that's just, that's how the guy is. Yeah, and Canary's a great guy. Yeah, great dude. I thought it was a pretty cool story that you know this this little kid that right. doesn't. He, when I call him a little kid, he's like 19, but yeah. he doesn't know anything about Supercross or Motocross, really. He's an off-road guy, and uh, he's a Bobby Canary fan. Yeah, that's cool. Who is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like a, a Gurky, I feel like a, a Weston Pike, you know, they're they a top five guy, but I don't see them breaking in 
winning, but maybe. Yeah. Um, does Andy White have one spot left? That's the rumor on the street. He yeah. has one spot left. I know that. Um, I know that the. I wanted him to bring Cornell back over. And uh, there was talk that it was going to happen, but yeah, what? the problem. No, he, problem, he wanted him back, but something Cornell's got something going on, right? Yeah, he can only do eight rounds. Why? Because he's already commit, signed a contract to ride in Czech Republic or somewhere over there. He signed a contract with a KTM team. Oh, really? Yeah. That, yeah, because yeah. kind of what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know all the details. I just know Wait. that it, it sucks. So I told Andy, I'm like, just bring him over, and if he's doing well, then. We'll make him stay for the last round. You yeah, know, just we'll make him, him stay for that round yeah. that he's going to miss. He's going to miss Gopher Dunes. Yeah, just oh, Gopher. Yeah, no, yeah, he's not very good in the sand at all. Um, no, but that's his weak weak spot. Yeah, he's terrible. Terrible. Um, well, yeah, just tell him that the, there's a big plane crash. Airport's closed, Cornell. Sorry, you got to stay. Here. Yeah, he wouldn't know any different. Right, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, right. he's not going to know. He's going to be like, oh, okay, that sucks. So that that was my plan. I said, just bring him over, and we'll just do it. And I, I really feel like. Not, I'm not just saying this to blow my own horn here, but I feel like we made a, I made a lot of progress with Cornell last year, and he really stepped it up at the end of the year, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah, he did ride better. Once you got, well, once he was able to afford more than bread and stuff and all that, right? Once we got him figured out on his diet. Yeah, we, well, wasn't that a problem? He, he was broke and he was only eating bread? He wasn't broke. He, wouldn't sp- he didn't want to spend his own money. Oh, okay, that was it. <laughs> so he wasn't eating. <laughs> Wouldn't uh, you wouldn't eat the night before the race, man? I'd be like, "What are you doing?" He'd be like, "Oh, I'm just hanging out in my hotel room." He'd go to he'd go to Tim Hortons, man, and have like a like a I don't know a donut or something. He wouldn't even eat a sandwich. Really? Yeah. Well, he's a vegetarian, anyways, right? So he uh-huh. he's really weird on what he eats. So I don't know. But yeah, once we got it figured out, though, I mean, he did awesome at the end of the year, and I I still don't know if he could beat Fasciati, but I think that he yeah. could be. I think yeah. he's the next best guy. Yeah, can anybody beat Fasciati straight up? I don't know. Maybe me and my comeback. Right, yeah, well, obviously. I'm shooting for I'm shooting your, for the top. Once your knee is good. Yeah, uh, that's all that's holding me back is my knee. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, no, you know, I don't know, man. It's like, can anybody beat Fasciati? I've yet to see it, really. Yeah, he's, he's just got to beat himself. Uh, it's the only way it's going to happen. He's going to pound himself into the ground again. And we saw that three times last year. I know. Damn. Uh, what about what about um, Teddy Mayer? What do you think? What do you see from him? I think Teddy's going to be good on the 450, but I don't I don't know if he can beat. I don't think he can beat Colton. Is he Canari speed? I think so. For you sure, think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think I think if Teddy doesn't finish on the podium, it would be a disappointment. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I just I'm just going off by. I've never really seen him ride a 450 before, right, but. Right. The, the two or three times I have seen him ride a 450, he's been at Montreal Supercross. Right, he's been fast, yeah. And he's been fast, and I know that's indoors, and everybody's over it by that point, and the only reason why people go to Montreal is for the party, so. Right. Wow. <laughs> not not you and your comeback, though. No, well, no, that's why I'm not doing that race. Right, you skipped that one. I skipped that one. Um, uh, uh, what about, and what about Keith in the new bike? How do you, how's that going to work out? Um, well, you know, I haven't talked to Keith that much lately. We were pretty tight there over the winter time, and right. I, I don't, I don't know. I can't see how it's not going to work out for him. I think that the KTM 450 and Kyle Keith is a good match. He rode his Honda for you, though, right? He did. Yeah, yeah we rode. Right. He rode a 250F Honda for us. But he did keep the X brand goggles. He did run X brand, yeah. But then now he's on a KTM without X brand. Is it, what? What are they wearing for goggles? I don't know. He couldn't wear X brands anymore. Well, I don't know. I'm making a comeback, so I'm looking for a goggle. Absolutely. Deal. Signed. Sealed. Done? <laughs> delivered. Done. 
Done. <laughs> Done. But uh, Done. yeah, I don't. I, I think I can't see how Keith isn't going to do well on that bike. He's, he's going to be. I'm scared he's going to break it. Really? Yeah. Like what? What's he going to break? Like, well, he broke that Suzuki all the time, and he couldn't practice, and he couldn't get parts. You know? Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. I, and KTM, they're that. good, but I don't know how well they hold up. I don't think anything holds up like a Honda. You know? Well, they no, they don't. They don't. But I think that the nice thing is um, he's a beast of a man. You're gonna have to deal with him in your comeback. Like you're gonna have to figure him out somehow. Well, I know. I know. I know. I hope. I hope this comeback takes a little while to get rolling because that way these guys will be kind of moved on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Good point. You're right. You'll be dealing <laughs> Even though with, they are my age. You'll, be, all dealing, my age, you'll but, be dealing with Spencer Knowles. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll be dealing with Spencer. <laughs> but, uh, no, back to Keith. I, I yeah. really want him to do well. I just <clears throat> I don't I don't know if he's going to do any better than where he did last year. Yeah, like that's, his, that's his ceiling right there. Yeah, and, I mean, he well, you know, when he rode Arena Cross out here for us this year, man, the guy, he impressed me. He's... he's his indoor skills are way better. That's what disappointed why he didn't ride Toronto Supercross. Right. Yeah, we'll get to that. I, I really think that he can ride Supercross now. Right. Yeah. He's um, better. You know, I, I, I think that, like I said, the bike suits him. He's going to have good suspension. He's going to have a fast bike. Um, you know, I know he did race on the weekend. It's a local race, and he battled with O'Farrell at Gopher Dunes. And mm-hmm. he won one moto, get second in the other, you know? Right. Not to judge that off or anything, but. Yeah, it's early. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens at Camelos. I say fourth, fifth place guy every yeah, weekend. Which is what what he is now. Um, yeah. And he's going on a 450, and Andy's searching for a 350 rider, right? What's, well, he has Willard. Oh, yeah. What's the other guy? The other spot going to be for then? 450. Oh, it's a 450 bike? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Willard's going to ride 350. How do you see Willard doing? Um, Five to eight place. Yeah. Fifth place. Yeah. A, a fifth will be a good start in a in a good moto. Right, right. I did one of these with Willard a little while ago. Did you? Yeah. yeah. What did he say? Well, he thinks he can get top five. For sure. For well, sure top five? Yeah. But, of, of course. You know, you know, maybe I should should re, re, uh, reevaluate that because, I mean. No, no, no. It, because you, you, we got Fasciati, Clack, Canari. You just said Keese could be top five. You said Teddy Mayer will be on the box. That's six guys. Yeah. That's six guys. And, and you know there's somebody we're forgetting. Yeah, there are, there is always somebody. I don't know. Hard to say who else is going to show up. You know? Right, right. Hey, what uh, what's going on with um, one of your other guys, um, Eric Nye? Eric Nye. Well, I'm say he's pretty much retired. I would think that's safe to say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in school. He's doing like he's going to college, and he's getting married this summer, and. Nobody wanted to bring him back up, which he's pretty pissed about. I mean, he didn't have a great year last year. But, I mean, the races before he got hurt, he was still a top three guy. We mm-hmm. were still getting podiums every other weekend, you know? Yeah, 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 I know. And that class, that class wasn't easy last year. There's no rides for him, right? There's no rides, but, you know, I know that some people have promised him 450 rides. You know, he, he all he ever wanted it, to do does was... It, does, it rhyme with, does it rhyme with Schmandy Schmite? <laughs> well, could have, but I don't uh. know. <laughs> No, I don't know. I just he really wanted to ride a 450 last year. Right. He didn't want to ride the 250 last year. He really wanted to ride the 450. I see him better on a small bike, to be honest. But hey, whatever, whatever. Floats yeah, and that's what everybody says. But I've seen him ride a 450 like right at, at my house before Montreal Supercross outdoors, and you know he he went to a local race and smoked Mitch Cook both motos. Not that not to compare him to Mitch Cook, but Mitch Cook at a local level is right damn fast. You know what I mean? 
Did Mitch have Joby on his shoulder? Yeah. yeah. He uh. did, one on each shoulder. <laughs> um, uh, so let me get this straight. So the one guy you worked with is now retired, Eric Nye. The other yeah. guy you worked with would rather ride in Czechoslovakia than ride with you again and work with you. No, again. everybody's leaving me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. Um, uh, so so the, <laughs> both guys are just like, <laughs> after working with They're the new, here. They're I'm going to go to Czechoslovakia. You know, I never want to come back to Canada yeah, again. Yeah, exactly, huh? <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know what? We're going through a little bit of a, a valley in the industry as a whole. So if you just stick it out, you know, there'll be something for you down the road somewhere. I, I, like I told you. I think you, you have a lot to offer. At the at the start, man, like when we started this little little podcast here, man, motocross is my life. I love it, and I I feel yeah. empty. I feel empty without it. Right. And right and right now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a little part missing. You know. Right. Just, I I just I want to be involved. I can't race anymore. Like the the racing whoa, days. Are, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, once the knee is fixed, though. Well, yeah. Once uh, that's what I mean. Before, yeah. After I get the knee fixed. Yes. Then, yeah. And we're coming full comeback, right? Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're gonna get Lismore to do a big write up about a new beginning. A new Lismore will do it. A new beginning, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. New beginning, part five. Part five. Um. Uh. No, I mean, yeah, it's tough, Noof. Just hang in there. You got a lot to offer, you know. And yeah, uh, it is. It's so, tough, and it boils down to the money thing, and like you know, it, like. You know how many times it was funny because we just talked. To, I just had one of these conversations with Derek Sorensen. Now, granted, the American industry is, I don't know, a hundred times bigger than uh, yeah. the Canadian industry. But you know, he was out of the industry for a year, and he thought about going back to taking his banking classes, and mm-hmm. and, and now he's back in at Husky, and he's loving it. And well, first he got a job as a Rockstar Suzuki kind of coordinator, and right, you know, so. You just never give up. Like I, I, I had a few times where I was gonna be a mechanic, and then deals were yanked out from under me, and it would have been so easy for me to go back to Winnipeg and been like, "Oh, screw it! I never made it. I never made it." You know, you just can't give up. It's, I think the bottom line to this story is is that the motocross industry is tough, man. It's yeah, uh, it is. It's it's not easy. It's survival, you know. And yeah. I think that I think that once you you know, it's it's all about finding what you really want to do, and and. Yeah. Uh, and just getting comfortable with it, and I, I think that it is going to get better. I just, uh, like I said, I just want to be, I want to be a part of it, and I think that you know, the industry up here has to get a little bit more stable before that is going to happen. You know, like yeah, yeah. What about I, what about getting a job with the multi conglomerate matrix concepts? Well, that's another option. I am sitting at his house right now. That's what I'm saying. You're sitting at his house, you know, eating yeah. his food, breathing his air. I know Matrix cool. I think they got they got some cool new things on the yeah. go to, and I, uh, talk- I know Brady's working on some cool things himself. So you have to stay stay tuned. Yeah, he won't tell me about it. I tried to get it out of him, but he didn't want to tell me about it, and his dad didn't want to tell me about it, and and Eddie Cole oh, didn't seem to know anything about it. So no, it was, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't exactly know either. I just know he's working on some cool things, and Matrix is coming out with some cool things. Yeah, Matrix and, seems like a company on the rise. It is for sure. I mean, right. it's uh, they make some good product, and it's. It's you, full you, motocross. I've so. always thought, like, I've always thought a Canadian dude, you could go to these companies, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully the employer of your Husky shop isn't listening. Cause, okay. Because it seems like we're trying to get you out of that job, but we're not. No, 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 but, no. But um, you could go to these companies like Matrix, like, um, not Fox, but maybe Fox, like FXR, like yeah. Smith or Scott, and be like, hey, for X amount of dollars, I will go to the Canadian Nationals and take care of your guys' product and teams. And obviously, you don't have any conflicting guys. 
and no. you get a little bit from everybody, and it equals up to be enough that you need to make a living. And you represent three or four lines, and you know you make sure the teams are good, the stickers are on, the ser- goggles are serviced, new gear is out there for the guys. That That's pretty stuff. cool. I've always thought you, that somebody could do that for, in Canada and make a living. I think I think that's cool. I just think that uh, I don't know if it would work with every, with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, wow, you've got the connections and the phone call skills, Noof. You give me ideas now. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. You're I welcome. know. Um, I know. It's it, the, the, but here's the whole issue, though: is what happens what happens in September when the nationals are over? Yeah, I don't know. You, you go problem. back to the, you go back to the husky shop. I know, and that's the problem to find somebody that will take you back in September and get yeah. ready in April. You know, I had I had Daryl Martins who owned a furniture store in Victoria, and he would right. ta- he would take me back, and I would deliver furniture and sell furniture until December when I went back to start wrenching again. Really? Yeah, that's a good deal, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. He's still on the island. He can you can probably run that program again. Should I go over to the island? Yeah. Start delivering furniture. Yeah, go to the island, deliver furniture with that knee of yours, and. Uh, <laughs> It shouldn't be a problem. Hey, maybe me, and Be- maybe me and Beaton will both do it. Yeah, there you go. Martins is an ex-motocrosser. He, he loves motocross. Oh, I raced against him before. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, you didn't go to Toronto Supercross? I didn't go to Toronto either. I was, uh, that was when I was in the middle of the move. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kamloops uh, to here. Because, see, I didn't even have a vehicle. So, so basically, in the last month, I've moved from Kamloops to here. Yeah. Got a brand new condo. Got a new job. Bought a car. Wow. Bought a whole bunch of crap furniture. Dude, it is a new beginning. I know. I get all these bills now, and I'm. <laughs> all these. I need a new knee, dude. I need a new knee, and I'm I'm good to go. All these people want me to pay for this stuff too. I know. It's like, what do you mean? I have to pay for insurance every month. Uh huh. <laughs> insurance. Yes. Um. Hey. So you didn't go to Toronto, but uh, I don't know. As you, as you, I'm sure you know, there there wasn't any Canadian riders there. And it kind of bums me out. It bums me out too. I put a post on MX Forum. I never post on. You on did? The I didn't. I didn't see yeah. it. I didn't see it. Yeah, I was. I was sitting here one night and I was just in a bad mood. <laughs> and I was like, "Why isn't anybody racing?" I, and I so I started this post and like, you know, I didn't. I didn't want it turning into bashing the riders because whatever. I, that's not my deal. I don't want to bash the riders. Well, you used to be one. Still are. Because I used to be one well, of the and guys. You, and you're going to be bashed. one once again when you come back. I know, but. Man, I, why I don't know why nobody races. Well, like, why the... don't why doesn't anybody race anymore? <laughs> I don't know, Doof. I don't like, know. Like, man, being in Georgia and training and Florida training is boring. I I don't get it. I I, I race. I, I no, how you say it? If you say that you don't want your guys getting hurt, that's bullshit. Because you can get hurt doing anything. Uh, perhaps we perhaps we saw the uh, the video cam of Tyler Medaglia uh, exactly. getting landed on or landing on a guy, whatever it was, and uh, and eating shit. So exactly, it's probably more dangerous practicing because you're out there with yeah. guys on the track. Look, practice wrecked my wrecked my knee. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. Tyler could have been severely hurt there. Like I, I just I, I just spoke. don't get it. You know I, you know what I was saying, and I'm not here to goon Blackfoot, but whatever. We're gonna I'm gonna talk shit about them because. There's no rhyme or reason why they shouldn't support the Toronto Supercross. No. There's two races in Canada that Blackfoot should support, and that's the Motocross Nations and the Toronto Supercross. And who gives a hell? Who yeah. who cares about Montreal Supercross? Like I said, yeah. people go just for the party. It's at the end of the year. Everybody's over it. Yeah. The, 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 as far as publicity, 
You're not getting yeah. anything out of Montreal that you wouldn't get out of Toronto. Exactly, no. and they skip they skip the motocross as nations. Yeah, which is which is a huge race, and it's to represent our country. Whether the CMA is involved in it, whether whoever is involved yeah. in it, we don't care. It's still racing at the top level of the game. Yeah, I we agree. We need to support those races. I agree. We need uh, to support the Toronto Supercross. It's all, it's a it's the biggest thing that happens in Canada as far as motocross goes. Believe me, I hear it from all the Americans. They they ask me because they're the only guy. I'm the only guy that's proud enough to wave the Canadian flag like I do. Shane Drew oh. and Alan Brown and Delorier all run away, but they ask me, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I had Blackfoot in the opening ceremonies if they showed up. That's uh, pretty cool. Um, the, the the guys agreed to put them in the opening ceremonies if they came out, and it's just so they get some sort of press. And, and you know, and, and they want the, – the, the promoters want the Canadian fans in the stands to get attached to somebody and cheer for them. You know? Exactly. That's what that's what they want. They they want to see a Canadian do good. They want, or they just want to see the Canadians there at least. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's 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 amazing. And then, you know, oh, we don't have suspension. It costs money. Just figure it out, man. Oh, figure it out. You know. I, I know. I know that it's different, Steve. I know that it's different nowadays. But three, four years ago, you know, three years ago at the at the that was long. Like, I was flying across the country to do it. I was buying suspension to do right. it. Brady Sharon was doing it. There was other guys. There was other guys doing it. And this year, that the Fell said they'll pay the entry fee and pay the license costs for any Canadian. So there, there you go, right there. You're that's enough to buy to go get your set of suspension revalved. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's disappointing. And and Schneider, Josh Schneider, did show up to his credit. Um, yep. he shouldn't have showed up though. No, he shouldn't have. There's he's no ter- reason he why he should have been out there. Yeah, he was not good. No offense to him if he's listening. Um. <laughs> But at least, yeah, he had the balls to show up. But uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, it's ridiculous. There's, it makes five, me. There's, there's five guys. When the Dis Nations uh, comes around and Toronto makes around, it really bums me out about being a Canadian Moto fan. It really does. For sure it does, man. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's disappointing. And you know what's even more of a piss-off is that, I, I don't know who was there, but for some reason I remember seeing on DMX that there were rider, Canadian riders there Watching the race, but didn't race. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Benoit, uh, Simon, Ho- not, not that Simon Holman should ride Supercross anymore, but why yeah. didn't Benoit ride? Winner of Montreal Supercross. Yeah, yeah. I know he's been racing snowcross all year, but listen to this. Listen to this rundown right now: Fasciati, Clat, Jeremy Medaglia, Tyler Medaglia, Kyle Keast, five guys. Yeah, who have all been riding? Right. Who all have bikes? Who all have access to free suspension? Yeah, have teams and have support. Right? Have teams. <clears throat> Even if teams don't go, they still have support. Yeah, I don't know, man. What, what's the what's the problem? Where? I, I know I know for a fact that one of those guys alone on that list wanted to ride East Coast Supercross. <laughs> yeah, and had an opportunity to ride. The deal wasn't that good, and he was asking his boss to ride East Coast Supercross. Yeah. Was it, is it Schmandy Schmite? Showing up at Toronto. What's that? Was it, is it Schmandy Schmite? Yes. <laughs> is it what, somebody who rhymes with that? What's that? Somebody who rhymes with that name? Yeah, some, one of those guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't know, man. It bums me out. Where have you gone, JSR? Where have you gone, Ross Rollwell oh, yeah. Peterson? Carl Valancourt. I mean, the, the list. Man, like, you Darcy know, Lenz. You know, like, like fuck, I don't know, man. I just want to swear. It makes me mad because yeah. it's like. And our guys are good. That's the thing. Our guys have never been better than what they are right no, now. No, you know? yeah, no. Fasciati's legit. 
You know, yeah. he's a great rider. Um, and you can't tell me that Jeremy Medaglia and Tyler Medaglia yeah. wouldn't qualify hey. for an East Coast Supercross right now. Those two, I know they, I yeah, know they would. Those two bros have been racing in the states for a long time. They know the game. They know the competition. They've represented themselves well. Anytime yeah. they've lined up, for sure. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're, they're not, not embarrassing. Man, no. they're the real deals. They fit in. They're they're easy main event guys. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when but, I saw some of the guys that qualified on the on, in the main events, I swear to you, I'm like, wow. Like, and, and I wasn't even thinking about the Canadian aspect of it at the time, but I remember yeah. in um, in Dallas, I'm going, that guy is in the main event. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, no offense. They're all great. They're all better than me. And, and, and you yeah, know. Yeah, I know, but, but it's, it's, yeah. it's still, you, you can tell, you know. I mean, Tyler Medaglia and Jeremy Medaglia are very good riders, like we just said. Exactly. They're an, they're an elite group, you know yeah. what I mean? So Beaton, I, look at, I, I admire Beaton for doing what he did. He made, he made two, made both mains he tried for, right? Yeah. Yeah, he right. made both main events. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, it would have only got better. And, I mean, it, it, I think that he would have been doing this the last three or four years, or three years if it hadn't been for. Yeah. You know. And he didn't get hurt, and he was practicing, and it helped him get better. And, well, he tore up his knee, but so, whatever. But. If you get hurt, if you get hurt, you get hurt, man. Yeah. You find another guy. Oh, I, dude, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be rude, Steve, but you just find another guy. There's lots of other guys out there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're paying, if you're paying Kyle Beaton. A thousand dollars a race, so to say, for Canadian Nationals, right. and he gets hurt two weeks before the race. You can get another good guy for a thousand bucks a week. Well, from look at, hey, when a guy like Sean Rife can literally just come up as a no-name American and win Canadian Nationals, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, no offense again to the guys that are racing, but that—that's the kind of count you you can reach that guy in the states. That they're a dime a dozen. Oh, for sure. You know, sure. so no, you're you're 100 percent right. Yeah. So it's, it's frustrating it's just, news. I, I don't I don't use the getting hurt thing an excuse anymore, man. It's yeah, just, it's just frustrating. It would be so cool to see Blackfoot show up at Toronto Supercross. They're professional, man. They have the setup, they have the crew, they have all the pieces to the puzzle to look just as good as any of those other teams. And we have and they have good riders. Right. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, the the Blackfoot's gone on record as saying that. Uh, the reason they do Montreal is it's in their Yamaha contract. Well, guess what? So, so what we need to do is blame Yamaha, in effect, for not totally. for not emphasizing the Toronto Supercross. Exactly, because you know that, like the way I look at it, Blackfoot and Yamaha would be heroes here in Canada. Yeah, for doing that race, they would be heroes for the nation. They'd be heroes. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and and they would, and you know, it would be like, oh. man, yeah, Yamaha Canada really has their shit together. You know, look, they send their team to Toronto, they support them. How much uh, is it the egos of the riders, or is it at all? I don't think I don't think it's so much that. You no. know what I mean? I, I I don't know I don't know if if that's it. I know that Colton's not going to want to go out there and not qualify in front of his uh, in front of his fans. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But uh, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. We'll never really know the truth. Like, is it the riders that really don't want to do it, or is it the lack of support? Yeah. We'll never really know. Right, right. Never really know, but we just know that it's not going to change. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's the well said. The only thing I know. The only thing I know. I know one thing. I know. I know you're selling huskies. You're selling a shit though. Selling huskies. Shit ton of huskies. You know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll be there on a TC250 next year or whatever uh, there. Yeah. That'd be awesome with your with your knee all good and everything. Yeah. Knee all good. X brand X- goggles. X-Bran I'll goggles. goggles. That's for sure. Goggle of choice for Michael Lessie. I um, know. Alessi did good last weekend. He rode really good. Yeah, he rode really good. Yeah, I think just better. I'm a fan, man. I don't know why I'm a fan. I I, I like watching him ride. <laughs> I like uh, him. Yeah, I don't know why, but I am. I don't know why. There's something about him I like. 
Um, well, right on, man. Well, thanks for uh, so something about you that something about you that I like, Noof. Well, I you know I I like that. I've always liked that you've liked me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I've never seen you like a long time ago at Phoenix Supercross, and I'd be like, why won't he talk to me? That's bullshit. But I don't think you really know who I who I was, and you probably I don't know. Yeah, I I I I definitely didn't know who you were. I don't think. No, I think that's. What I it wouldn't was. be I, like, I, hey, look, it's Ryan Lockhart. I hate that guy. I had no reason to hate that. I had no reason not to talk to you. Do you know what I mean? I know. I know. I just think we just didn't know each other then. Right. Right. But now we're buddies, so it's all cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I like getting you on here. I like talking to you. I like talking Moto with you, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah. Sometime soon. It's always, a, it's always a pleasure, man. I always love venting. Now, now I feel good, man. I feel feel good. feel like uh, I feel like I'm back in the loop too. You know what I mean? I feel like I know what's going on now. Right, right, yeah. I feel like I know more about the noof than I ever did. You know, you know that I sell huskies now. I do, I do. <laughs> I know you didn't like Kamloops. You don't like the city of Kamloops, and you don't, I don't. like. <laughs> I don't. He I says, don't, but I may be there. I'm, I'm still. I still got something cooking for the four Western rounds. I may still be at the four Western rounds. I, I didn't get into that part. But oh, oh, okay, all right. All right. I may be, uh, I may be back spinning the wrenches just on the weekends for the four West rounds. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, why not, dude? Why not? It's fun. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I mean. I, I still want to do it. Somehow, but, uh, somehow, Todd Cooley holds down a job in wrenches, so you can do it. He still pulls it off a couple times a year, doesn't he? Yeah. He always, he always says, "F this, I'm never doing it again." And then you see him uh, at the first East, East Coast round trying to hit on chicks. So, he's funny, eh? I uh, love it. Right on. Well, thanks, uh, thanks, Noof. I appreciate the catch up, and uh, you've been listening to the DMX podcast show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And if you see the Noof coming back on R125, wave him on. And buy a husky. And buy a husky. <laughs> thanks. Later, man. See ya. Yeah.